0: How's everyone doing this fine e- summer evening? You know, we're getting balmy temperatures of upwards of uh, 69, 670s, you know. Very nice weather <laughs> here in uh, Metro Detroit, I must say. I even had to put on a coat last night. Um, it was that chilly. But anyhow, welcome to another episode of the 313 Sports Pod. Weather updates aside, hope everyone's doing good. Hope everyone's staying safe, healthy, blah, blah, get blah, can't get over blah. that.
1: We, that's been like... I'm sick of it. Well, intro. I
0: mean, you know, considering we've been drilled into our heads for three months that coronavirus is the black plague and we're all going to die. You know, it's nice to have a little bit of a safety check once in a while. Anyhow, um, a lot has happened in the Detroit sports scene
1: over the and past... in the internet, the national sports scene, not the international. I don't know what's been going on internationally.
0: Why well, you don't want to break down New Zealand rugby? No. Oh,
1: all right. Um, I will break down the Bundesliga though.
0: Okay, I think we're going to lose everyone even just by saying that, but um a lot to a lot to get to today. Um you know, MLB draft obviously very exciting. NHL's coming back, NBA's coming back. MLB is busy. I don't know even what the MLB is doing in terms of return, but we're going to having a lockout without a lock. We'll get to that. Right. Um and I guess let's let's first start off with the return of the National Basketball Association. Um so, you know, a couple weeks ago the NBA announced and Adrian Wojanowski Woj um had a very saucy tweet about the NBA is back and everything is coming back to normal, but apparently now there's some hiccups. Um you know, it seems like it'll be a twenty-two team return in Florida. Every team gets eight games as like a seeding play-in kind of thing, and yeah. it's going to be. I think they're still splitting it up east and
1: west. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, so maybe but not because it's on at Orlando. I haven't really read too much about this, but oh. um, I'm assuming all 22 teams make the playoffs. I don't
0: well, know. I mean, it seems that you know it's going to be out of. 22 teams 16 make it so oh okay six teams would be going after oh. the eight regular season games and there will be a possible playing tournament for the number eight seed uh but i think what's interesting is you know that after all of this and all this stuff and blah 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 and back and forth and yadda yadda and you know disney world and Players can't go on the rides, and they'll live in their 10-day quarantine bubble on the Disney grounds, you know, all this good, exciting stuff, if you would. Um, But I guess the big issue coming up now is because of all the, you know, Black Lives Matter protests and all the, you know, protests going on around the country... A lot of players reportedly, according to a number of different sources, uh, ESPN was reporting along those lines. And now I see it on the Ringer that, you know, a lot of players seem to not want to come back Mm
1: -hmm. and seem
0: to not want to play.
1: Well, I I remember hearing somewhere that Kyle Kuzma said, like, we want to be insured or something like that. I mean I'm just looking this. at a
0: tweet from Coos and it says some of us want to hoop and compete, don't get the twisted and apparently, you know, the enlightened one himself, Kyrie Irving, a flat earth and aliens taking over the Earth fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he also, he was also a pretty good basketball player. Let's not forget that. But
1: keyword was.
0: Right. I mean he he whatever. But, you know, he's that's he, just my opinion. Whatever. He's he's I think he's still a decent player. I think he's an above average basketball player, but yeah, but his um, personality is getting in the okay. way of everything. Right, that's my opinion. Whatever. Right, I'm not, he I'm seems not to be a toxic you. player wherever he was. But anyhow, that's completely not what the discussion is. But yeah. he seems to be one of the main players, you know, who's who's kind of leading the charge to maybe hold off on the return to basketball because you know the protocols that the NBA is setting in place seem to be a little different, I guess, than you know what normal people would have to do mm-hmm. and you know it seems that disney support staff aren't subject to the bubble because that me be, wants to basically put other players in this you know metaphorical bubble where they live in disney world and don't leave until the finals or your team is eliminated whichever comes first so you know they apparently reports are coming out now from tom Haberstrow that the Disney support staff, so that's housekeeping, that's, you know, the waiters and
1: yeah, the, the whatever the it people is. people who work at who are, work Yeah, there.
0: whoever works at, you know, the Disney resorts, they're not subject to that bubble. They're not subject to the daily testing and the quarantine. And, I mean, in theory, if you think about it, how hard could it be? You get 1,500 players. You test them a few times. You, you know, once they get involved and they're good to go, you bring them all down to Orlando. They start their training camp. And July 30th, games begin. According to my calculations, that's exactly a month and a half from today. So that means, you know, July 30th would be our first basketball.
1: And, you know, cue the... Mm-hmm. But
0: you know. I, don't, I don't
1: know. The NBA, I mean, I guess they did a good job of, like, basically, like, getting it to get going. I guess the issue is, I guess, now the players, even though... I think the players' union agreed to this. Right. Which is a little like if the players' union agreed to this, like you can't not play unless, you know, you just can't not play. Like that's, that that's, right. If the it, union agrees it to
0: it, the union agrees to it. And it sounded, you know, <clears throat> like, 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 like that's what happened. But it seems like now there's a lot of kind of, you know, not moving parts, but, a lot of kind of back and forth, and I guess the main thing is, well, I mean, really, there's really two things. That the first, the first issue really is that the salary cap next year and the luxury tax cap next year will go down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be there's less money coming in from game nights. There's less money coming in from broadcasting. There's less money, you know, all around. But I guess the biggest issue is that. The play- players are telling, you know, kind of the players who are trying to hold out that if a season is canceled and lost, there's going to be an immediate renegotiation of the collective bargaining agreement between the NBA and them, NBAPA, and the players are going to be left-handed. NBPA. NBPA, whatever. whatever.
1: NBA whatever. doesn't whatever. make a difference.
0: Um, But, you know... They, they would have no leverage, and it would be another kind of, you know, 2012, I think the lockout was.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, it'll be another one of these lockouts, and, you know, combine that with the fact that I guess, I mean, between you and me, I think people have kind of gotten used to the fact that there's no really sports going on.
1: Uh, people also, I've, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, the only thing that, you know, really everyone's, if you would pull you know, 50 sports fans, 100 sports fans right now. I, I would say that everyone's pretty psyched just for the return and return of football and the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, the NFL could really is, you know, the ultimate machine and blah, blah, blah. And we've yeah. handled this, you know, on the
1: podcast before. But but this is interesting that they want to negotiate the CBA because it seems that, well, the NFL CBA is coming up. And Next it seems year. like they have, yeah, and it seems like they have a lot of issues that they don't agree on. The MLB, their CBA is also coming up, but they're already having issues, and it doesn't seem like they're agreeing on anything. We'll get back. We'll get to that later. And if the NBA won't be able to get their stuff together and they end up going through a lockout, it's possible that the most lockout happy team will be the only, the most lockout happy league will be the only one playing, which is the NHL because they agreed to extend their. CBA
0: which was the smart thing to do because because, this isn't a normal situation
1: you know it's not like but I mean they agreed to it before all of this and NHL basically said that we're keeping the salary cap the same because I think they brought it up to the NHLPA to prorate the salary cap and the salaries but they said no and they're like okay fine so the
0: NHL is doing it smart I have to give the NHL a lot of credit they have a very clear-cut definitive schedule the only thing we don't know is who's going to be the, quote-unquote, you know, hub cities. Yeah, the venues are The, the venues, issue. it seems like from what I've been hearing, it might be Edmonton and Toronto. Mm-hmm. Or Edmonton and I heard Boston, I think, or New York. Vancouver was Vancouver. in the mix for a
1: bit. New York was in the mix for the, their two stadiums.
0: Orlando, Miami, Florida, yeah, you know. Of, I mean, they're, they're working on right,
1: there, but they're it. Right, they're working seems like on it. But at it least out. they have a
0: plan. Like, mm. the NBA just, okay, we announced that this is all coming back. Okay, great. Now what? Like, I don't see, you know... With the NHL, there's kind of daily news, and I'm not talking about, you know, the Ottawa Senators Foundation discontinuing its association with the Ottawa Senators. We'll get to that later also. Right. But, you know, with the NHL, there's always some sort of news and some sort of, you know, kind of evolvement of the situation. The NBA basically went from Woj tweeting out that the season is back to... Nothing. Well, we don't know. Kyrie is trying to grab a group of players thinking this is a Game of Zones episode. And mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 all becoming kind of very weird and convoluted. And I think for the NBA right now, and it's kind of the same problem that baseball's having, NBA, you know, the past five to ten years became the second most popular league in America.
1: Yeah. By far.
0: Obviously, football's king. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, baseball was either number one or number two. They were number two, and now they're number three. Baseball and basketball is number
1: two. But it so seems cool. like the NHL might be coming up close to the NBA, uh, not the NBA. The baseball, the, NHL, the baseball. I'm sorry, the NHL baseball. might be coming. NHL might be coming close to the MLB because they can't get their stuff straight. And let's right, let's, get let's, get be honest, let's be honest. Let's be honest. There's three types of baseball fans. The older crowd that grew up with baseball being the number oh, one I sport. Oh I remember
0: LK Line.
1: Yeah. He bought
0: sausages for me when I was a teenager.
1: <laughs> the the diehard fans and I mean sports sports don't live on the diehard fans, they live on the casual fans. And the statistics nerds, because baseball is probably oh, ba- baseball the baseball has math the biggest majors, you know, statistic, ultimate, yeah, you know, fantasy. So, you, they're not pulling in casual fans. And baseball has been, has, has been having issues with attendance recently where, yeah, okay, Yankee Stadium and Fenway uh, either sell out or are pretty full. but Yeah. But when you look at, like, the Cincinnati or... Tampa, Tampa or Tampa, Detroit. Detroit. Or well, I, I, the Tigers is because they suck. Right. But still, it's... It seems like the MLB is dying. They're, they're, they still are very far, uh, very big, far ahead from the NHL. But if NHL plays its cards right, doesn't have another lockout in the coming future, and I mean learns to market their players better, they could overtake them at number three. Because not- I think. Yeah, you're yourself. right.
0: You know, you're 100% right, and I think you know. Right now, it's kind of a critical tipping point because look at the NFL draft that happened a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Man, it's already been a couple months. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> but look, look at how that went down and how well it was executed, and everyone was excited for sports. In my opinion, whoever's the first league to put a product on television, on streaming, on whatever medium it'll be that's gonna be the most successful league I think for the short term and maybe even the long term because between me and you I love hockey you love hockey yeah I'm not as into you know kind of the day-to-day you know player movement as you are but I could sit down and watch you know a full game of hockey and enjoy it I'm talking Stanley Cup yeah. finals I'm talking playoffs I'm talking you know regular, even a, even game. a random you know LA Kings uh, Boston Bruins game on a Wednesday night I'll watch that if it's a you know Saucy mat- matchup, and you know it's it's you know I have a couple minutes to yeah. s- spare, but most people outside of you know kind of the hockey market aren't really watching care. hockey,
1: right? Unless you're in Canada.
0: Well, okay, we're not talking about Canada. Okay, we're talking about the U.S. right now. But
1: if the NHL, but, the, but here's the thing: the NHL can't be the first league to play because of the amount of conditioning you need for an NHL. The NHL is not like baseball. Or basketball. There's a lot of conditioning that needs to be done. I mean, for anyone who's played hockey before, understand it's not like going up and picking up a basketball, picking and playing a big game basketball. Playing hockey is much different. You need to be a little more physically prepared for that. And I mean, most uh, every, every league has a training camp. But I mean, it seems like s- with some NHL, sports training camp is going to
0: open. You know, training camp is going to open July 10th. And yeah, I, think that's the I don't time. know when the season is starting, but I'm guessing
1: they're, a couple weeks. They're working on that, I think. I don't I don't know exactly what, the dates. But, but again, going back to the basketball, though, put a little bit of a Detroit spin on it, um, this kind of screws the Pistons because the Pistons were on a very, very delicious, be- delicious tanking, spiraling out of oh, control tanking. into the worst possible odds but now i can already
0: imagine adam silver going up to the podium mm-hmm. with the first overall pick the detroit pistons select lamello ball heads exploding uh, it'll be exciting
1: yeah but th- they could have they had i don't know was it like 12 games left i don't remember they could have they could have gone lower than the 5th worst they ended up getting stuck with the 5th worst though which it's, I mean, it's better than being the 14th. I'm like just going to run a quick
0: tankathon right now. Sim the lottery. Pistons move down to seven. Obli, oh, apologize, folks. Oof. Oh, Pistons move up to third. That's Anthony Edwards territory right there, or Lamelo Ball. The, po-
1: po- po- the po- okay, point whatever. is, it, it messes, I guess for Pistons fans, it kind of ruins the tank a bit, tank job a bit, because I mean, who was on the Pistons roster? Christian Wood. Okay, fine. Who's gone he's gone? I think. He's he's going to New York. gone New York He's gone. he said he's like he 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 tweeted out something like, Oh, I wanna win. Just, just randomly. Well New York oh, I think gone. New York
0: is gonna max him out or sh- some stupid team is gonna max him out and you know, that'll be the end of that. But
1: But the rest of the roster kind of look We got like Brandon
0: Knight, Brandon uh,
1: Knight, Drew Henson. Drew Henson. Uh Kennard was hurt, he wasn't playing. Right. Um the Mihaila, Corpse of D Rose. The corpse of D Rose, he was hurt also. Right. Um Bruce Brown, who's a very good on ball defense defender, but just can't score, and like it was just it was just a, a bunch of random thon maker. Oh, uh, thon,
0: seventy five year old thon maker.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. So they were they could have they were I th- they, I think at the the roster they have now is the worst roster in the league. They just didn't have enough games to right, really prove but. That.
0: And, and, and you're right, but I guess let's, you know, moving kind of forward to the... I mean, there's nothing really more to say, yeah. I guess, about the NBA.
1: Just want to put a little bit of a piston it's, spin it's, on it.
0: It's a nice spin, and it's a, you know, a, a good take, I would say. But we have to see how the situation evolves. We mm-hmm. don't even know if to, when the draft is going to be. We don't know when the lottery is going to be. And,
1: no, who, the NBA?
0: Yeah, when's the NBA? Um, lottery?
1: The lottery is August 25th, I think, um, and the draft is in October.
0: Cool. Sorry about that. But, you know, moving to, you know, the NHL, and, you know, most people don't care about the NHL. Most people couldn't give two darns about the NHL, but... The, I, like the, I said earlier, if the NHL does this right...
1: The okay? NHL lottery is coming up in, like, two weeks.
0: Ooh. La mm. Lafrenia time. Woo!
1: Get a little French-Canadian. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah... Uh, the, NH.
0: they can, the NHL could position themselves as a legitimate league, and you know, because the NHL, it's very popular, but it's a niche sport. It, yeah, it doesn't It's, have a, it's a hipster sport. <laughs> to an extent, in most cities, yeah, it's a hipster sport.
1: Not, not, not that like hipsters follow it, but like it's.
0: You gotta have like it's a. It's,
1: it's not. It's not for everyone. Right. It's
0: not for everyone, and Detroit. Most people are hockey fans just because we have the Red Wings. I would yeah. say in, in most original six
1: markets, markets are you know, big. so
0: that's Toronto, Montreal, obviously.
1: obviously, uh, Chicago, New York, Detroit, and Boston. Boston. They're, all, they're all big markets. They're all they're big all markets that can 10. handle a hockey team and that actually
0: yeah. enjoy hockey teams. I kind of like, you know, the NHL is pretty cool this way in terms of, and I'm kind of going off topic a little bit, but, you know, we see like these random teams that make the Stanley Cup. Yeah. St. Louis, Nashville, Vegas—first Vegas. year. These cities have fun with it. Like I feel like hockey fans like don't take themselves too seriously, <laughs> and they really have fun, uh, you know, with the whole playoff, Stanley Cup Finals experience. But yeah. I
1: digress. Well, it's more entertaining than basketball has been the last few years, where we know the Warriors are making it. We know. The some Cavs version of LeBron gonna make is it. making some, ver- some ver- yeah, some version of LeBron is going to make it, and the Warriors. And okay, fine. And how many games is LeBron going to get beat in? You know, right. But the NHL, it's a little different. Where if you look at the last few Stanley Cup Finals, this year it was um, St. Louis versus Boston. The year before that, Washington versus Vegas. The year before that was Pittsburgh versus. Um, Nashville. like It's different teams. It's
0: different teams. And in hockey, I think it's one of the only sports, maybe except for football, where an eight seed can make it to the Stanley Cup yeah. and win.
1: All you need to do is get a goalie to go hot. Right. That's
0: that's all it is. And, you know, and the NHL has, I'm still convinced that there's nothing like the NHL playoffs. No. The NHL playoffs have a level of intensity and a level of, you know, there's, there's just that extra x factor that is not found in any other sport and it's it's awesome like yeah i've been to a couple playoff games at you know r.i.p joe lewis arena Uh, but those games were just you know on a whole other level of the atmosphere is different right
1: i've been to a couple of basketball playoff games yes it was the pistons i understand they were the eighth seed but it's not nearly as exciting. It's, no, it's it's. You know, you know, you're not going anywhere. And in the NHL, every like in the NHL playoffs, any time a goal is scored, it it's electrifying because there's not enough. There's not as much goal scoring in the in the, playoffs, in the, sp- in the right. sport. But okay, um, enough of talking about how great hockey is. Um, oh, we Let's, t- let's we talk about a, a funny story from hockey. <laughs> So the Ottawa Senators, known as the NHL's tire fire, one of the they have they have a nice up and coming team. They're still going to be bad for a couple years, but ownership wise, <laughs> they might have fire. two
0: two top five picks this year or whatever. Yeah, it
1: is. but so the Ottawa Senators owners Eugene Melnick, he made his money off of a pharmaceutical company, I think. I so
0: let me just put in perspective: Eugene Melnick, for those who aren't you know hockey experts. Think of Tom Gorris and James Dolan's love child, and you'll get Eugene Melnick.
1: Yeah, but Eugene Melnick is also a bad businessman. Not, I'm not, he, I know he made a ton of money, but if you do a little bit of research right. into what he has done, he he's just a bad person. So the Ottawa Senators Charity Foundation, which is tied With the Ottawa Senators, like you know,
0: obviously, as any charity cut, foundations for uh professional
1: ha, ha, have, have cut ties with the Ottawa Senators. Now, you may ask yourself, what does that mean? How could that happen? I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that Eugene Melnick wanted money to go to um transplant donations, uh, charity for like trans organ transplants, while the Ottawa Senators charity was giving money to, I think, like, giving money to grow the game to kids who, like, can't afford to play it and stuff like that, which, okay, fine, it's a good cause, both are great causes, but they did give money to organ donor charity or whatever it's called, but he wanted, I think he wanted all of it, I don't know, it's just, it's a bizarre story, I did a little bit of reading on it, It's, it's just crazy
0: yeah it's it's and it kind of sums up the Ottawa Senators in a nutshell, I guess that story. There's always issues with Melnick and threatening to move the team and stupidity. I mean, yeah, honestly, at this point, I don't think really anyone cares, but let's get to exciting news. Wednesday night.
1: I want to say one thing. Torque.
0: Oh, there we go. Uh, Wednesday night, the Tigers took. It was the MLB draft, and the Tigers took the...
1: Well, being the worst team in the well, league I mean, with yeah. 47 wins. That's but
0: they had the first overall bad. pick. They took Spencer Torkelson. They announced him as a third baseman he played. I don't think he ever played third he, base at Arizona State. But basically a Spencer first Torkelson baseman. Spencer
1: Torkelson out of ASU, Arizona State University. Who
0: beat Barry Bonds' home run record in college for ASU. Again, not for entire college baseball, just for ASU. And, you know, just, you know, a guy who, according to what I've been reading, can be in Detroit in a year or two.
1: Some people were even saying he could be in Detroit this year just because how bad Detroit is. But it's good to give him some, de- some development. Um, I guess... I mean, you know what the time forty seven wins it speaks for itself. Oh, he,
0: if Torque to comes up to Detroit, it's going to be packed stands. I am going to be first in line buying <laughs> an official Torkelson jersey. Uh, it's going to be exciting. But
1: yeah, he he his his strengths are his hitting. His fielding is fine. It's not. He's it's not going not to be a gold glove. Yeah, he's not Mark Teixeira. He's he's, he's nothing special in the field, but his hitting is what makes him great. He. People say you don't take a first baseman, a right-handed first baseman, first overall. Okay, fine. They announced him as a third baseman. I, I don't really yeah, care about that. He's still a first to, baseman.
0: What's his name from the Mets? Um, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. That's the comparison from him. Pete Alonso
1: had f- over forty-seven home runs this year. If or something Torkelson like is that.
0: Pete Alonso, I think we can. I mean, in, in fairness to Al Alavila, you, you know, my grandmother, our grandmother could have made that pick for yeah. Torkelson.
1: That would be funny. Yeah, uh, but um, it's you can't. I guess I mean it's the same thing with the Casey Mice pick when you know, everyone was saying how great Avila is a manager when he when Casey Mice threw a no hitter in his opening Double it's the A first game. Overall, but pick it's the first overall and pick, on. and they were both no brainers. Right. So, I mean, it's good. It's good that he didn't screw it up. There was there was fear that he was going to take Austin Martin. From VCU, who
0: ended up dropping like
1: seven spots, fifth, fifth went to, to fifth, the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays, which is a steal for the Blue Jays. Right,
0: but I'm not I, we're not about to start. We're not about to start breaking down the MLB draft, yeah. which is if you think that, you know, everyone always says the NFL draft is the ultimate crapshoot. The ultimate crapshoot is the MLB draft because you got guys who don't play, don't show up, want more money. We go back to it's, college. It's, it's, it's the only. It's the only
1: league, I guess, where. If you don't like the team, you don't have to sign and get drafted next year. Right, right. And whatever, most players you're not going to see for at least two to three years.
0: Right. It's not like the NFL where you know we're
1: going to see yeah.
0: uh, what's what's his name Joe Burrow week one under center for the Bengals
1: as they get crushed, or in the NBA where the first ten picks make it, then a couple more sprinkled throughout the twenties, and the rest are in the G League for the rest of their life. <laughs> but and, and in NHL it's a similar system to the MLB where you have to wait a while, but it's it's shorter because it's the same age players getting drafted. Uh NHL drafts opens up at eighteen and I think you, you can't get drafted past twenty. But most players make it after a year or two right. into the league. Also well, the are playing like in the minors, and the minor week
0: NHL is just the AHL.
1: Yeah. And that's and it. That, it's, it's, it's a pro league.
0: Right. It's a pro league. But, you know, with baseball, it's definitely a little more of a kind of complicated. But I think overall, I got to give Avila credit, the Tigers did well. Every guy that they drafted was kind of above and beyond Yeah. So where they were, I mean, below where they were supposed to get drafted. So their second round pick was a potential first round
1: pick. Yeah. So their second round pick was catcher Dylan Dingler.
0: Out of Ohio State. Out of
1: Ohio State catcher. People are like, oh my gosh, or not. they don't have faith in Jay Cratchers. No, they took the best available player. Um, he was projected he was... to be around the top 20, top 25 pick. The next guy was um, this guy named Daniel Cabrera from LSU Outfielder.
0: No relationship to Miguel Cabrera.
1: Yeah, this guy's white. Um, I think that's what it looked like on the picture. I don't want to be accused of racial Anything. profiling. Um, he he was supposed to, They drafted him late second and... And the MLB there there's compensation picks so instead of the that first round draft being, is weird. instead I of don't. the first round being thirty picks it's like thirty seven or forty depending on the year or thirty two you know it's the MLB they they they're weird yeah Daniel Cabrera who's supposed to be like a mid early second round pick yep and then they got this guy um Trey Cruz he's uh he's hoping to be a third generation major league player his. Father and grandfather both played in the MLB. It, it, it's a great story. Oh, there we go. And then there, and then another pick was Gage Workman. Gage Workman from also uh, another ASU ASU you, player. Right. And apparently, well, again, it, uh,
0: he should have been in the first round going into the <clears throat> going into the season. He was projected as a potential first round pick. But then he dropped
1: off. Okay, so but I'm, they still got him later than most people expected, and people have said that like he has more power than Torkelson I've heard that
0: that is a spicy take
1: I've heard that I'm not I'm not and I'm not saying it like it's the word of god I'm just <laughs> I'm saying what I heard and then the last guy was a high schooler I I doubt he even signs I don't know but overall a good draft for the Tigers
0: and kind of piggybacking off of that you know the 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 MLB is having like we mentioned before they're having a lot of issues starting up a season because they're they're saying things to to the players union the players union said basically told them just tell us what to play and I guess we'll play and the pay everyone's complaining about pay of different sorts I,
1: I just well they they're they're kind of screw it, 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 they're kind of screwing the top players I'm not taking any side because it's just millionaires and billionaires fighting each other so like I'm, I'm not taking a side but what seems to get lost in confusion is They're like, oh, why can't you guys take a pay cut? But they already took a pay cut. Their salaries are already prorated, and they want to prorate the prorate. So instead of getting... People are saying, oh, you can't take half of your contract? No, because they're taking half of what they were... Half of the half they were already getting. Right. They got cut 50%, let's say, and now they're getting another 50% taken away from that. So for someone like Mike Trout, who is making... Like what is it? Thirty-seven million or something like that. Right. Not just round it up to forty, just because the math is easier. Yeah. He'll be make he was, he's making twenty now he's making ten, and it's a it, he's losing a ton of money. Right. But it's just it's it's just two two what's it called two it's just millionaires and billionaires fighting each other i mean the mlb keeps throwing out proposals the mlbp rejects it if the mlb MLB was
0: smart they would just you know kind of the owners and the players would kind of just have you know some sort of mea culpa well have a little by action and 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 you know get together come up with something because right now again going back to my earlier point there is no sports right now on tv there is no sports on the radio Our local radio here in Detroit is playing, you know, old Tiger game uh, replays of, you know, memorable Tiger games of the past decade and, oh, yeah, you know, we get the... It's great, but... It's fun, don't get me wrong. I love listening to, you know, Justin Verlander screwing the A's, you know, three or four consecutive days in a row. That's always That that might be
1: fun, but, like, I'd, I'd still rather hear how Christian Stewart and uh Jake Rogers struck out because it's it's happening now. It's right. It's live.
0: And you know, if MLB was smart, which they're clearly not, oh, look, they would just get together and you know.
1: It's been like a long issue with MLB and the players' association. They've been at each other's throats for a while and it just seems like a lockout is coming for the MLB because they've been yeah, there's, they've there's been, been a lot they've of just been at each other's throats yeah. for a while.
0: On that happy note, uh, we'll wrap up today's episode of the 313 Sports Pod. As usual, follow us on Twitter at 313 Sports Pod. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Pod, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your uh, podcasts. We also have a website, 313sportspod.com. You can listen to us there. And have a good one and see ya!